Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Boy, have we got a lot of news to get into here today. All pro wrestling and mixed martial arts. You want the rest of the news coming out of the world. One o'clock Pacific, you can go start looking at that stuff. But we got a lot of things to talk about here today, not the least of which is WWE attempting to hold WrestleMania at a stadium again in 2021, which means they are expecting by early next year this will all be past us. So I guess we shall see. We're going to talk about the WrestleMania presumed location, or at least the planned location. Also, for all of us that are watching along on Twitch here, twitch.tv slash F4W video, we're going to tell you what's going on with WWE and Twitch. There was a story several weeks ago about how WWE wanted people to shut down their Twitch and their other social media accounts, and then it seemed cooler heads prevailed. And then yesterday word came out that WWE wants to take over everybody's Twitch accounts, apparently take a cut, and then the talent's cut will come out of their downside guarantee. What? We'll talk about this one as well. I don't even know how to wrap my head around that one. We've also got NXT not taking place at full sale. And right now there is no confirmed story, but there has to be a story here. Why are they out of full sale? It's not like they're going to the Thunderdome. They're just going to the WWE Performance Center. So something is going on here as well. And, of course, we got AEW and NXT ratings from this past Wednesday night. We'll take your feedback as well. And then in the final segment of the show, we will be joined by a cult member. I guess technically maybe he would not like to be referred to as a cult member. But Colt Cabana will be on this show. And I might add... Beautiful HD for those watching along on Twitch and video.frwonline.com. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. Offer not valid.
valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need cash but have bad credit or maxed out cards? Now you can get a personal loan for up to five grand, whatever your credit, with no paperwork. 27cash.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks. If you have a checking account and a regular income source, you can get cash in your account as soon as tomorrow. Type this into your smartphone or computer address bar. www.27cash.com That's 27cash.com 27cash.com Fall is a season that's a little in the middle. It's sort of the best of two seasons. It's no longer a sweaty summer, but the winter chill is still around the corner. And that's the perfect time to feed and seed your lawn with Scott's Turf Builder. Even better than spring. Because the soil is still warm, but the air is getting cool. So your lawn gets the most nutrients in the best combination of temperatures. Feed and seed now with Scott's Turf Builder. And build the best lawn for every season. Scott's. It's good out here. And now today's Rust Eating Tip of the Day, presented by Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. You're all set for a quick tire rotation until you have a rusted-on wheel. Coat those lug nuts in penetrating oil, let them sit for a few minutes, and you'll have them off in a cinch. Now give a generous spray into each mounting hole, place a 2x4 on the outer edge of the wheel, and smack the wood with a mallet, just enough to create some braking force and vibration. Repeat if necessary. And now a word from Free All. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. Free All spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone free. Professionals have trusted Free All Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Free All today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Nash. Look for the silver can. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Lots of news to get into today. Colt Cabana joining us in the final segment of the show. But first, all of the news. WWE is hoping the second time is the charm in their attempt to hold WrestleMania in Tampa, Florida, as they are planning to host their biggest show of the calendar year there in 2021. WWE had Raymond James Stadium scheduled for this year's mega show, but it was canceled due to the pandemic and ran over two nights at the Performance Center in Orlando. Instead, the date of the 2021 show is unknown. 
News first reported by Inside the Ropes, confirmed by Dave Meltzer. WWE did release a brief statement to several media outlets, including ours. Quote, we have nothing to report, and given the current environment, we continue to monitor the locations for all of our potential events. It would appear likely WWE will sell tickets to WrestleMania, but just how many is unknown. In late August, Ron DeSantis paved the way for fans to return. Both the Miami Dolphins and University of Miami allow up to 13,000 fans at their respective games. AW has been running at 15% capacity in Jacksonville for several weeks. This would mean LA's SoFi Stadium out for next year. But given the situation with the pandemic in California, hosting an event with fans seemed unlikely even with roughly five months of preparation time. So, obviously, I mean, March, April 2021 is a long way away. We have no idea where we're going to be in March or April of 2021. Running a show at one-fifth capacity with plenty of room in between pods of people, outdoors at a gigantic stadium. I mean, I know some people will think that the whole idea is terrible, but I mean, many people are doing that, many different sports. AEW is doing it in a different way when they have fans at uh, Daly's Place. I don't like the idea of indoors, but outdoors with everybody properly spaced, mask requirements. I honestly would not be surprised if that actually happened in the spring of 2021. But until it's official, I guess we will see. I just hope that everybody does this in the safest manner that they can do it if they are, in fact, going to do it. Well, just as an example, you know, SEC football has started back up again, and that got a lot of attention last weekend. It will get a lot of attention this weekend. The University of Florida at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium, 50% or uh, 20% capacity ends up equaling about 17,000 people. Uh, Raymond James, uh, if you look at it as, what, 74-5 for football, you could shove more people in there for wrestling, but let's just go off of that number, which was their record for the college football national championship game. That would be about 14,900 people for WWE, all paying money for a ticket, all paying uh, money per head uh, that they'll end up making up in merchandise and all that sort of stuff. Again, to what to what point? Who knows, since there won't be things like autograph signings and things like that. But I'm not surprised by this whatsoever. What will be interesting is how are masks and how are all that stuff taken care of inside the building because that's the one thing that very much shines uh, when it comes to these college games and when it comes to NFL sidelines is there are lots of people who are not wearing masks where it is a very half-assed approach. So uh, we'll see. You know, wrestling is going to have a, a big test coming up with the collective here in about a week in Indianapolis. There are 12 shows, four shows a night. People are coming from all over. We know uh, what some of the effects possibly of warrior wrestling in Chicago and people that have gone to other places. It has caused a little bit of havoc. People already getting together has caused havoc this past week for both NXT, WWE, and uh, AEW. So, We'll just have to see how this is going forward. But uh, it's one of those things that I think if people are dying to get out, nothing is going to stop them. And if you are worried about your situation or you're worried about how things are going with COVID, then you're probably not going to go anywhere. You're, just, you're literally picking a side. 
Well, I want to say this, too, that when AEW announced that they were going to open up the Daily's Place for a small number of fans, it was five to 700 fans, I mean, at the time, there was a lot of outrage from a lot of people, and people were angry at me that I was not outraged about it. I, I, I said that I wouldn't have done it, because I wasn't comfortable if I were Tony Khan doing it at the time. But I said, if you're going to do it, then this is the safest way to do it. You you go outdoors, everybody is separated away from everybody else, and they all wear masks. And despite whatever outrage there was, I mean, the reality is it has been a couple of months now, and there has been zero issue with fans attending these shows. Because, quite frankly, in an outdoor setting, everybody stays away from each other, and everybody is required to wear masks. I mean, that is the safest way to do it. So if WWE is committed to making sure that there is strong distance between pods of people, and a pod of people would mean, like, you know, me and my family could go and we would be in a pod. We all hang out with each other anyway. So, you know, we would be together. We would be masked. I mean, at Daly's Place, they actually take zip ties to cordon off areas. So it's not like you get, you know, you get a seat number. Like, you're going to be, Mike's going to be in seat 15. Brian's going to be in seat 30. And then we just decide, ah, what the hell, I'm going to go sit by Mike. You actually can't do that because of the zip ties that are that are keeping people away from each other. So they've done that, and they've been doing it for a while, and there have been no issues. So what WWE is going to do, I have absolutely no idea. But we do know that so far, keeping people away from each other, doing it outdoors, and requiring masks, there has not been an issue with AEW doing this yet. Now... The other big story, which i got to talk about because I still don't know what's going on. In conjunction with WWE's decision to get more control over how their talent uses third-party social media platforms that can also generate them personal revenue, the company will be taking over control of the talent's Twitch accounts over the next four weeks. The story was first reported by Wrestling Inc., confirmed by Dave Meltzer. While WWE will have control over those accounts, those individuals will get a percentage of the revenue generated, which will count against their downside guarantee. What is going on here? You're telling me. We got Twitch right here, by the way. It's 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 our Twitch account. So let's just say that I'm a WWE wrestler, and I'm running my Twitch account here, and just throwing out a number, let's say that I'm generating $5,000 a month doing my, my Twitch account. And keep in mind, like... I'm doing a wrestling show talking about WWE. A lot of these WWE wrestlers, they're doing this under their real names, and they're like playing video games or whatever. They're not doing anything that has anything to do with wrestling. So you're telling me that WWE is going to take over my Twitch account. They're going to take a portion of my revenue, I'll presume half, and then the other half, the other $2,500, that's not going to go to me, but it's going to come out of my downside guarantee? You kiss my ass. All I can tell you, all I can tell you, and this actually happened the last time all of the social media stuff came out, I did contact some folks in WWE that had Twitch accounts, and they had heard about it, but nobody had told them anything. And it was very much the same yesterday. They all heard about this, but I can't say all of them because, like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. There's a lot of people that have Twitch accounts, but the people that I talked to was like they didn't know anything. 
And I guess everyone is just doing this wait and see. Now, I do know that, you know, to a person, and this is not just from me, but from other people I know that have also contacted people that, that have Twitch accounts in WWE. I mean, everybody is rightfully outraged. How can this be done? I mean, as I noted on my Twitter, this would be like if, I mean, Mike's got these people that go out and they mow their lawn in the middle of the show. I don't know why it's always 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern that they decide to mow the lawn, Mike, but that's beside the point. They're out there and they're mowing your lawn. This would be like if you went out there and said, listen, you're mowing my lawn. I pay you to mow my lawn. You're an independent contractor, but I need you to hand over your Twitch account to me. I'm going to take half of your revenue, and the rest of it's going to come out of whatever I pay you to mow my lawn. What? It doesn't even make any sense. We'll get Mike's thoughts, and maybe the thoughts of his landscapers after the break. Come, come, are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. One million dollars of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect, so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this. 
but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Cole Cabana is going to join us in the next segment of the show. But first, we got to talk about this news here. I still don't know what's going on. It makes no sense. It's ridiculous. But that's the story of WWE attempting to take over Twitch accounts. So, Mike, any thoughts? Uh, well, first of all, as far as landscapers go, they actually came over early this morning when I was recording the brand-new Adam and Mike Big Audio Nightmare, so you'll get to hear them on there as we discuss the first eight days of the G1 and take a look at what may be coming up uh, in the future on those uh, next couple of shows there. But uh, I don't even know what to say. You were way too nice discussing this. This is insane to me. It is one thing if there's a talent using their WWE name and utilizing all of their intellectual property to get themselves over and get themselves cheers and to make money. I can understand WWE's frustration in this. I can understand that WWE wants to, has basically just discovered this and discovered how we could play for them, and they want to change how they do their set. Fine, fine. Anybody new doing it? Fine. If you are using your government name and mostly playing video games and really just only fielding questions because there are wrestling fans with wrestling questions, I, I don't even know what to say other than you're, they're already not independent contractors. They continue to win on that one in court or they continue to be able to hold people at arm's length with it. Fine. This is just begging for it from WWE to have somebody slap them back. And if Paige certainly seems like she is going to be one that fights this absolutely tooth and nail, and deservedly so, this is a massive overstep in what they believe that they have any right to tell a talent what to do. This is bizarre. And if you want... Well, may I jump just, in for a hold moment? Hold on, no, no, because I'm just about done. If you want to start signing talent to 360 deals, essentially that's what you're going to do because you want to now legislate what they do in their spare time on Twitch because you look at it as a money-making and a, a, a advertising revenue, however WWE wants to look at this, that's fine. Then tear up the old deal. You need to figure out a way, and you need to negotiate with these independent contractors what the worth of Twitch is to them before you can just go ahead and step ahead and decree something here about things that have nothing to do with you. Because if Austin Creed had been doing this and he's using Consequences Creed and he's using his real name to play video games with, frankly, that's got nothing to do with WWE or, or Xavier Woods or any of that sort of stuff. Well, if you want to know why I didn't get more angry about this, it's because this makes so little sense to me that my feeling is there must be something lost in translation here. Okay? Oh, boy. Now, listen, I could be wrong. Hold you on probably a second. are. I could be wrong. 
hold on, I could be wrong, but if their claim is that if, let's just say Miro was still in WWE, if their claim is if you're going to be playing video games and you're being the character Rusev and you're using Rusev in your Twitch name, then we are taking control of it because it is our intellectual property and we will pay you a portion of this off of your downside guarantee. If that's if that's the case, then they have every right to do that. Time out. They have Hold every on. right to Hold tell wait, you wait, wait, wait. to cease and desist it. They do not have every right to go, well, now we're going to take it over and you need to do this. No, they don't have to do a damn thing. I don't have to be on Hold Twitch. on a second. Hold on. Go ahead. They, if their claim is that Miroslav Barnyshev is not allowed to have a Twitch account under his real name and pay video games unless he gives them 50% of his revenue and the other 50% comes out of his downside guarantee as the character Rusev, then absolutely, positively outrageous, okay? The last time this happened, the last time this happened, if I recall correctly, the clarification was that they didn't want you making money off of your professional wrestling name fair. on these cameos or whatever, okay? Absolutely fair. So... This news here, I mean, listen, maybe it's true, maybe it's not, but I asked people yesterday, and nobody knew what was going on. So we need to wait for clarification of what exactly WWE thinks that they're doing here. It may just be that their their decision here is, if you're doing this under your wrestling name and making money as your wrestling character off Twitch, then we are taking it over, and we will give you a cut out of your downside guarantee. And if you don't like it, you either change it to your real name or you shut it down, okay? That would be fair. This claim that Miroslav Barnyshev is not allowed to to have a Twitch channel unless he's giving WWE half of his revenue and the refs... I mean, this... No way. I can't even believe that they're even going to try to do that. I feel like wires must be crossed here. But the problem is we've both talked to people, and the biggest problem is the fact that it's the whole thing is a gray area, and they're trying to work this thing. Not only are they trying to work it on the fly, they're trying to work it aggressively on the fly, and that's what really sticks in people's craws, is that they really don't even know what the hell they're talking about or what they're doing yet, yet they want to make these decrees, and they want to take things over that don't have anything to do with them. Nobody would be arguing that if you are using WWE's intellectual property that they don't have a right to say something or to shut it down, but to try to work this stuff on the fly in the way that they're doing it is wrong. If you want to tear up contracts and now include that you have to do social media, underneath your WWE name, or if you can't do anything at all because we think it's going to be some sort of, we want to take care of our any threat to our flank here, so no, under your the, the guise of your contract, you're not going to be able to do anything even under your your uh, your government name, fine, if that's what you want to do. But the fact that they're just coming up with a, a bunch of stuff and throwing it up against the wall, that essentially only hurts the, the talent, and the talent is seeing money that may be taken away from them that is free and clear from WWE, no. <laughs> they well, they, yes, they may no. be getting that's their why wires my crossed, point is... but to me they're not getting their wires crossed. They're just boldly going out there and throwing some crap against the wall because they feel as though that they're empowered enough to do it. And I have a feeling this but... one might blow up in their face. Well, if it is if it is them trying to take 
control of someone uh, using a Twitch channel under their real name, yes, this will blow up in their face. What I'm saying is I don't have enough information right now. A month ago, they did allegedly claim that they owned everyone's real names. But you know what? They backed off on that very quickly. And because you know why? I think it was made abundantly clear that they don't own everyone's real names. Uh-huh. So I find it hard to believe that they would back off on that stance and then a month later say, we're going to take over Twitches that are under people's real names. It doesn't make any but sense. But you also shouldn't it be surprised that this sense. is a sloppy shop situation. Here's a sloppy shop scenario of you. Now you're trying to do something. Don't be surprised at that. You know, you may be, they may have got wires crossed. They're just trying to flex and they're seeing it blow up in their face here. I mean, we've also had a bunch of people that now have two Twitter accounts. They have a Twitter account under their wrestling name, and they have a Twitter account under their real name. So that tells me that the wrestlers believe that if I'm doing something under my real name, the company has no control over it. Because otherwise, there's no point in making a second Twitter account under your real name if you believe that, in fact, somehow... This company owns the real names of their independent contractors. It's preposterous. Now, the other note here very quickly. Actually, I, I should mention this because it's, it's stupid. And on the grand scheme of news, it's at the bottom of the list, but I just was baffled when I saw it. So they're doing a draft in early October. And in preparation for this draft, guess who's on SmackDown tonight? Who? Kevin Owens. Oh, God. Raw talent Kevin Owens is just on SmackDown tonight. He's doing a Kevin Owens show with Alexa Bliss. They're claiming it's part of the, whatever they call that stupid thing. What was it? The brand-to-brand invitational? Is this the quarterly They're trotting one, that thing back out again. Wild card or Dude, something? They, for, they don't even know what the rules are anymore. But it's like, <laughs> if you're going to do a draft and you want people to care, at the very least, you got to be hardcore on your rosters prior to doing the draft. So, anyway. One other thing here, the ratings for a Wednesday night. Going up against Game 1 of the NBA Finals and multiple Major League Baseball playoff games, Dynamite increased 866,000 viewers, and NXT increased 732,000 viewers. The combined audience, 1.598 million, highest on a night when both shows were on a Wednesday since August 4th. 18-49, AW up 3.1%. And amazingly, NXT was up 5.6% in the demo, but they still finished 50th, which means that they actually had a giant increase in old people watching. Uh, with all due respect, I'm, I'm almost in that demo, so I feel I'm able to call them old people. 50 plus. Huge increase there. So those were the numbers. Nothing extraordinary about the numbers. AW won every demo except over 50. It's the usual story. Uh, the only two stories are A... The numbers were up against strong competition, so that's very good news for wrestling. And B, there was an MLB rain delay that beat, beat both AW, NXT, and I believe the third hour of Raw. So very, very powerfully, uh, rain did very well in the ratings. So, I mean, those are the only two things that I can tell you about it. That's See, that was New York rain. That would be the reason why. Well, New York rain is, is very powerful. Back in a moment, everybody. Colt Cabana joins us. Wrestling Observer Live.
I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5560. Enjoy. At Shell, we know from the time you get up to the time you wrap up, there's a lot of meetups, eatups, and hurryups. So come to Shell and get three things done at once. Fill up with Shell V Power Nitro Plus to help keep your engine running like new. Save up with the Fuel Rewards Program and never pay full price for gas again. And snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. And engines that continuously use Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gas. And see full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com. Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for a table at a restaurant. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party... Oh, there you are. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Listen up, sports bettors. This is Rick Tittle here to tell you about my favorite sports book, and that's BetUS. Football, basketball, and baseball are all back, and that means it's time to get down your bets. I only endorse one sports book, and that is BetUS.com. Why, you ask? Well, BetUS is the pioneer in online betting with more than 25 years in the biz. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity, and you need to know that you're going to get paid. You need a sports book that offers everything, including live betting, MMA, golf, horses, esports, entertainment, and all kinds of crazy prop bets and futures. Call today at 1-800-MYBETUS. That's 1-800-MYBETUS. Or go to BetUS.com and fill out your information. It only takes a minute. And when you get to the How'd You Hear About Us box, type in Rick Tittle, and you get up to 150% in bonuses on your first deposit. Nobody in the industry gives bigger bonuses than BetUS. 25 years in the biz. Best bonuses. BetUS.com or 800-MY-BETUS. You're listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. And yes, we are very happy today. It's been a while, but we are being joined again by Colt Cabana. We've got a lot to talk about here. If you're watching on Twitch, beautiful HD here. Quite a setup you've got there, Colt. How you doing? Oh, thank you very much. How are we sounding? We good? Yeah, sounds good to me. Perfect. Obviously, I bought a new mic. I got a good cam. I'm on Twitch these days. Uh, like all AEW wrestlers are allowed to be. Um, <laughs> uh, it's exciting. Thanks for having me. Hey, Mike, how are you? 
I'm doing pretty well, man. So what's written in what's written right behind you in Japanese right there? What what costs in yen right there that's right behind you? That's pretty cool. I think a lot of people know me. I'm a real merch shill. So when I toured with DDT Wrestling, one of my favorite promotions of all time in Japan, they made me a little merch sign, and then I kept it and I framed it. I thought it was kind of cool. So I believe that's T-shirts for 3,000 yens, and then um, I think I was selling, like, pictures and microballers, so it might say, like, other stuff, 1,000 yen. And you have a, a replica of the Iron Man Championship. You're a former Iron Man champion, correct? I am a former Ironman championship. I do not have a replica. I'm not much of a belt collector, actually, if that makes uh, – I don't know if that makes sense or not, but I, I don't really collect belts. What do so wrestlers I guess, collect I guess, the most? Well, hold on, hold on. Right? Let me get in. i got to get in this question, Mike. Hold on Go a ahead. second. So you talk about your Twitch channel. I mean, are you are you required to give 50% of your revenue to Tony Khan, and he takes the other 50% out of your downside guarantee? Uh Absolutely. And actually, after this show, a bunch of all, a lot of AEW wrestlers are going to go play Among Us. And I really wanted to invite Tony to come play with us because I thought he'd probably get a kick out of it. Um, but I, I decided to, st- to steer away from that, those political, uh, um, game playing, I guess. Oh, well, you, you don't want, you don't want Tony to know about Twitch because once he knows about it, he's going to oh, demand yeah, some revenue. No, I think yes. he'd be all, I think he'd be all, all in, I guess, for lack of better words. I think he'd play with us. I think he'd be great. Now, when it comes to Twitch, we've been able to get a glimpse into a lot of wrestlers' personal lives in little ways, you know, depending on how much they want us to see. But one of the things that we can see are people's backgrounds with a lot of things (laughs) that they like and they hold dear to them that's behind them. When it comes to wrestlers, some of the ones that you know, what is the thing that, that wrestlers like to collect the most? Obviously, with Zack Ryder, you know, he's a guy that loves action figures. You know, I'm not a wrestler, obviously. I always like programs. Some people are, are autograph hunters. You know, what is it that what is it that you like to collect, and what is it that some of the people around you that you've seen like to collect? Yeah, obviously Hawkins and Riders are, are enamored with collecting wrestling figures so much they've started a very successful podcast. Uh, I, I myself, I have a lot of um, uh, records. I have vinyl that I collect. Uh, in my room here, it's just wrestling stuff. In my other rooms, it's kind of I keep the wrestling stuff away from it. But uh, I have, like... Um, I have the Terry Funk album from Japan I'm very proud of. I picked up at Totocon when I was over in Japan. I have a weird Hulk Hogan obscure. Um, I have uh, some, uh, I want to say Glamour Girl, the Crush Gals from uh, All Japan Women's. I have a vinyl from them. Uh, I have a Freddie Blassie one. It's all kind of framed in, um, in a different room right now. So you mentioned Twitch, and also I've been alerted that your podcast is going to be starting up again. So tell us a little bit about what you've got going on here is. Is this part of the dark order, by the way? Is this what is what is uh, <laughs> resulted in the return of all of these things? Um, not necessarily. Again, I'm not. I don't even know if I'm necessarily all fully into the dark order. I'm kind of hanging around, and uh, they've kind of invited me to hang out with them, and I really enjoy them, and they've been winning a lot. So obviously, in, in total kayfabe here, Brody is doing amazing, and so why not be along with the winners? But uh, yeah, the Art of Wrestling podcast, which I started in July of 2010 which was a weekly series of me sitting down in person, talking to my friends in the industry, in uh, whether it be locker rooms or a lot of hotels, uh, and in some cases uh, cars, and has gotten way better with audio over the years, uh, has come back uh, the original format, and I kind of do them in sessions. So two weeks ago, I had Matt Hardy on. I talked to him in person, and then yesterday, uh, the podcast with myself and Proud and Powerful dropped, and I have four more episodes that are going to be coming out every two weeks. Uh, it's all with AEW talent. Again, I 
there's something about being in person, looking someone in the eye and doing these really um, heart to heart talks about our careers. And um, I love a, a good story about coming up and kind of fighting through adversity. Uh, I feel I have a great story in myself for that. So I love talking to my fellow wrestlers and people I've been on the road with and people I've just shed, you know, so many uh, gallons of sweat with or whether whatever it might be in the ring. And so um, I was able to, you know, we've been going down to Jacksonville in, you know, in quarantine, uh, going down and, and wrestling for the AEW tapings. So every now and then I after we did our covid tests, um, you know, I would grab a guest and we would kind of keep distanced and we would do a podcast. Now, if I recall correctly, when you when you shut down the podcast the first time, or actually, I think it, I think you just decided to change like the format of the fo- the podcast, if I recall correctly. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, there was there was the issue that I mean, whatever you were going to do with the podcast, once COVID hit and there were no shows, it's a little harder to sit down with people and do a podcast. So. You know, if you if you watch like being the elite or whatever, I mean, it's clear that you know as everyone's getting ready for the show, like there's a lot of time to hang out with people and talk to them and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, is that one of the main reasons you decided to go back to this format, or was it just this format was so popular that you figured, well, I got the opportunity to do it, let's go back to this. So the format was super popular, and and what happened was it just got to the point where I felt the pressure of grabbing guests every single week had just gotten to me. Um, and then I thought maybe if I could kind of do a diary series, it would be a little easier where I would have to get guests or, or get s- some of my friends and, and time it up. That was very hard. And eventually after about a year, I, it just, there was like a little too much pressure and I wanted to take the pressure off of me. I had done very well in my career that I, I, I didn't need to like hustle as crazy. And it's kind of weird because. Uh, well, and I'll say this. So the new, po- so I've been doing the new podcast because that's what everyone kind of grew up on. A lot of people actually grew up on me doing these podcasts, and I just do them in packages. Like I'll grab six people, and then when I'm done, I'll be like, okay, now I'm going to put them out. I'll put them out in seasons. But it it was a wild decision that I did kind of stop it because you know probably I essentially I was probably making more money as a podcaster, but you know I, I, my art totally was a wrestler and I wanted to do the podcast for fun, but the podcast had taken over, but I really, my heart was like, I'm, I want to be a wrestler and I, it's so hard to do both and all of this. And eventually after about eight or nine years, it it just, there was so much happening that I just needed to cool down for my own sanity. And so now with this, they come out in new seasons. It really is for my own sanity and I could do it at my own time. And and that uh, I'm very happy with my own mental health. Now, are you the, like the chief cook and bottle washer when it comes to these shows? When you do them, do you and record them four or six at a time? Are you then the one that is editing them, producing them, doing what you need to do with them? Or do you have some assistance in trying to put some of this stuff together so you're not constantly working on that? Or is it such a passion for you? Do you enjoy it that much where you do love doing all the editing and doing everything that is involved with it? Uh, it's more, it's more of I'm a control freak, I would say. So in that, in that sense, I, I do everything. And over the years, so many grateful, amazing wrestling fans have reached out and were like, can I help? Can I do graphics? Can I do editing? Can I do sound? And, and I've had like real professionals who've gone through like, you know, better than better schooling saying, I will help you. And a lot of do- asking for free. And I don't necessarily want anyone's help for free, but, um, it's just I I really want to control everything. So I have you know I've taught myself how to edit. I've taught myself GarageBand. I've I've taught myself Photoshop. I I kind of want to have my hand in everything. And then you know when I do when I did do seminars back before all of this happened, uh, you know that's something I would tell the students that that I would train is 
you have to have a grasp of all of these things. I know you just want to learn how to be a wrestler, but you do, you need to learn how to video edit. You need to learn how to uh, do Photoshop, learn different languages. These, the, and this is advice for, you know, if you're 16 or 17, like I, I hated school. I really didn't like school, but you know, if I don't know if Matt Hardy at the time had told me, Colt, I know you're in school right now. Learn Spanish because you can then become a megastar in, you know, CMLL if you want to. And then you look at people like Jack Evans and Angelico, uh, who are, you know, stars in AEW now, but for years were able to just be in Mexico, um, you know, and be bigger stars because they knew the language. So, um, yeah, I've taught myself the other stuff and I recommend, you know, people who want to get into wrestling is just learn everything. It is amazing because I don't know when you started podcasting, but it was a long time ago. And I started in 2005 and I knew nothing about anything. And all I knew is I loved Art Bell's radio show and I wanted to try to have good audio quality. And I just, I I had to learn everything over the last 15 years. And, you know, I I didn't go to school for broadcasting. I didn't go to school to be an engineer. I made 8,000 mistakes. I I listen back to shows now and it's horrifying how bad they sounded. But I mean, there's so many people that that got into podcasting and that's all it is, is is you're learning from square one and you're just trying to figure out all of these things that like a normal person in radio would have gone to school for. And we just never did. We, We had to figure it all out on our own. But th- there's so much power in eventually knowing it. Yes, yeah, we we taught ourselves, you know, YouTube tutorials are the greatest, but there's so much power. And if you need something done, not to uh, rely on somebody else. And, you know, I, I'm sure this goes for everyone out there is when you rely on someone else, you know, their priority is them. And my priority is me. So they are going to make sure they are in front of you. And I'm going to make sure I'm number one when it's when it comes to putting out a podcast, getting better audio. Um, setting up my Patreon or, you know, whatever it might be, um, that's the power in knowing how to do it. You know, I don't want to make this anything about bearing WWE or anything, but, I mean, it is impossible to not talk about this today, that WWE is, is apparently attempting to take over people's personal Twitch accounts. I mean, it's, it's, it's mind-blowing. But, I mean, it does seem abundantly clear that if you work for WWE, I mean, the idea is that y- you're, like, they own your life. And they, they own everything you do, and that's what they want. And in AEW, it seems that, you know, they own you in terms of the wrestling aspect of it when you're on television, but you've got an incredible amount of freedom. I mean, I, I went on the, the Jericho cruise, and everybody from AEW was there, and I had gone back and done indies for, for like two and a half years, and I'd been in a bunch of independent locker rooms. And when I went on the cruise, I mean, the most amazing thing to me was, AW felt like an independent locker room. And you obviously have been with WWE, you've been on the independence. Is that kind of the feeling that you have in AEW? That it's more like just a I don't want to say glorified, because it's not glorified, like it's on national television, but it's like a really, really big independent promotion where you have a lot of freedom to be yourself. You know, that starts at the top and it's all about leadership. So you can't talk about who, you know, what other, other promotions you want to talk about and you look at the leadership and it is a trickle down situation because I, you know, I guess when I was at WWE, uh, I would try to explain to people the hierarchy and it just comes from people being afraid of the very top. You know, I can only speak for our, my team, which is AEW. Our leader is, is not only Tony Khan, but it's also, uh, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega and Cody, who are the EVPs up top and, 
and that's when we're talking about, you know, the independent spirit. So Tony is an amazing leader. He comes like just a, he comes to work like a dude. He, you know, he also, uh, leads by wearing a mask. Uh, and they're sa- you know, they're sanitizing stuff all over. And that's from day one. You know, Tony has led an example like that because this is something I'm very, uh, I'm very fearful. And so, you know, my fears have been really put, rela- been relaxed, uh, from going to work with AEW, but, um, also the leadership from the young bucks and making sure and, and Cody and Kenny and making sure that it is a relaxed environment. That is something different that we can kind of put a spin on how big time wrestling locker rooms are, you know, it's happening right now. It's kind of a movement. So hopefully in 30, 40 years, the norm isn't walking on eggshells. The norm of a big time wrestling promotion is having fun and, and just doing your job. And so it really does come from the top, and I think we have a great top. Back in a moment, everybody, with more Wrestling Observer Live. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 That's 800-754-4531. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. 
Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Colt Cabana here. I'm furiously texting Colt updates from the chat, and then I look down and he's in the chat. <laughs> Colt, the floor is yours. Let's get some plugs in for everything. Yeah, of course, The Art of Wrestling is back on uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, uh, The Art of Wrestling. And, of course, uh, the, all the past archives, you know, o- over 300, almost 380 episodes are on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Colt Cabana, only four bucks a month. And then for like an extra dollar, I do so much extra content, and I love doing that over my Patreon. I am on Twitch at Colt Cabana. Directly after this, we're going to play Among Us, uh, Evil Uno, Brandon Cutler, Excalibur, Miro. Miro will be uh, on Twitch. Uh, who'd have thunk? Um, and then, of course, I'm on AEW, uh, All Elite Wrestling. Uh, tickets are available. It's very safe. Uh, you know, if you feel you need to get out of the house, AllEliteWrestling.com, and come on down to Jacksonville and be safe and watch wrestling live, which is something that is very uh, medicinal almost for so many of us. Uh, at uh, Twitter, at Instagram, at Colt Cabana. And then, of course, ColtMerch.com. I have children's books that I would love to sign to your children um, or Micro Brawlers. It's a great book. All that fun stuff. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And those documentaries I made, which I know I sent you one 10 years ago, and I and all you, you took a little time to, to watch it. You eventually watched it, and it was great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that documentary. I remember raving about that documentary. That documentary was great. Yeah. So, yes, the so, easiest so thing to do, everybody, is just Google Colt Cabana. If you there missed you anything here, and it's all going to come up. And, Colt, I want to thank you so much for doing the show here today. Best of luck in the Dark Order, everything you're doing with AEW, the podcast. Thanks again. And, of course, we're out of time, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next time, Wrestling Observer Live. Wrestling Observer Live.